Hello, good people, and welcome to the Amateur Hour. My name's Justin. My name's Tyler. And we're back after lovely two episodes. I hope you guys have been having a wonderful time with your holidays this December because this is a wonderful holiday episode and I hope you guys are having some wintry fun. You got you got sledding going on. I mean, it's probably snowing right now. You're snowed out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what can I say? You don't know how to drive on the roads because it's all slippery. If you're younger and you don't have a license, well, then sucks for you. So, you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> it's it's been a wonderful, happy holidays. And with the holidays comes holiday shopping. And as we, as we all know, holiday shopping can get mighty crazy uh, this time of year. And especially around <laughs> this COVID. I mean, what can we say? You know, that's all I'm going to say about that. All right. Either oh, way, crazy I- holiday shopping. With that, it comes our own stories and our own things that we go through. And I kind of got a story about a little bit, I guess a little bit of a crazy holiday shopping. More of my own craziness as opposed to other people. And I love to tell you guys a story. So one Christmas bright morning day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so recently, I uh, I was given, you know, some Christmas money and I was you know and uh i was told hey go get yourself a a, a lovely new christmas gift and uh, i chose to get the xbox series s for my holiday gift and i was super excited i was ready i said you know what i can't wait to get this new console this next gen started calling stores and uh, I thought there would be a ton of Series S's because a lot of people don't like to uh, buy up the Series S because it's tiny. It's all digital. You don't have a disc tray. Little Johnny doesn't want a, a video game system without a disc tray because you know what? He likes to play his old 360 games. But not all about Little Johnny, okay? Anyway, I was uh, calling around bunch of places couldn't find hey do you have a series s no do you have a series s no do you have a series i called for three towns nothing and you would think that with a series s like you would find something nothing so uh finally i end up calling around uh an old area i used to to work at the saint john area out in indiana and they had one on hand both in the Target and the GameStop, which are next to each other relatively. With the GameStop is like, if you're in a car, like two minutes away. So it's not even that long. And then he took all the time to go there, and someone bought it right before he walked in. So I drove all the way over there. I get there, all excited, at Target. I figured, who's going to buy an Xbox at Target? And then I talked to the guy. 20 minutes later, someone buys a Series S. 20 minutes later. Can you believe it? Tyler just yes. spoiled it. So I was like, okay, this console's not oh, here. It's kind of annoying. The guy says, you know what? We just sold the last one on the floor. I'm going to check the stock room for you. He goes back, checks the stock room for like 20 mother freaking minutes. I'm sitting there. I'm sweating. I'm like, dude, give me the mother freaking Series S right now, or I'm going to have to freaking walk away and cry. Um, <laughs> and so I was sitting there. 
And then this couple comes up right next to me and asks the other sales associate over in electronics. And they say, hey, you got uh, any Xboxes, you know, Series X or S? And the guy's like, no, they normally fly off within the hour of the shelf. People buy them up. Um, It's holiday season as well as people just have been buying up these Xboxes. And the the couple then proceeds to, well the 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 man he 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 proceeds to ask her he's like oh he's like uh so he's like um is there gonna be any more you know xboxes in are you gonna get an x truck whatever they're like going through the whole spiel right shakedown of the the employee and they're like no we we do not have any xbox series s's but your next bet would probably be to go to gamestop as soon as he said that I started running to my car. <laughs> I said, screw these people. They are not getting that last Xbox in GameStop. I ended up calling GameStop, too, just before I started running. They said, we got one on hand, and I said, I'm coming. And I hang up the phone, and I start running. I said, screw these people. I'm not going to let them get it first. I start speeding for a two-minute drive. Okay, so I'm, I'm just wondering, the way you just said that, I'm just picturing, uh, I can't remember what movie it's from, but when they're like, we only have one left, and the one guy starts running, and then the other couple starts running, and they're racing for it. Like, there's Justin in the middle of the target right now. Uh, <laughs> dude, it reminds me of this scene from, oh gosh, uh, I can't remember the movie, but when they're going after the honey ham, and uh, the moms Christmas are rushing after it. Thing. Yes, running after the the ham and they're fighting over it and then she gets it and it gets ran over by a truck the christmas with the cranks jingle all the way whichever movie you're thinking of it was it was pretty much like that like i was not about to let somebody get this xbox series x i i kid you not i literally was running in the store i was like i'm out of here because i he the the guy just the employee just told him it was like hey just go to gamestop i'm like no no, <laughs> I'm getting it first. And I figured, well, 20 minutes and they, somebody just bought it up. I got to go. And so I ended up running speed all the way to GameStop. Park in a handicap. <laughs> handicaps parking. You know, like the handicap where it doesn't allow you to park there. And it's got like the little lines on it, right? Like all the way through. It's actually like the part. It's like right in front of the ramp is where I parked. <laughs> so I parked right there. And right behind me was a cop car. And the cop sitting in his car. Lucky thing, he's looking down at his phone or something. I didn't care at the time. I was just like, screw it, I'm going in. I go in. I tell the the GameStop employee, I said, you have an Xbox? He's like, yes. I was like, Series S? He's like, yes. I said, okay, can I have it? And then he's like, yes. And then he starts running through, you know, well, you want to buy a, a GameStop rewards? Or you, you, you want uh, the the warranty and i'm like just no just give me the damn thing in my hand (laughs) i said just you know just give me put it in the bag (laughs) put it in the bag and get let me out of here so uh he puts in the bag and long story short i got the series x uh, or series s and i got a ticket from the uh the cop for parking in a handicapped spot so yeah it was great (laughs) no i'm just kidding no, <laughs> no, I did it, but I was scared I was going to because, again, I was in a little crosswalk thing in the handicap. And, uh, 
the cop wasn't looking. If I get this ticket, I can no longer afford this Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got to return the Xbox if I get a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, and uh, I guess where this story is leading up to is I want to give my review for those of you who are scared to dive into the Series S because normally the Series S isn't bought up. People don't really care about it. It doesn't get enough attention. Um, and I have to say that so far, I've, I've downloaded a couple games. I could tell you the games I played on. I played Fortnite Chapter 3. I played some uh, Battlefield 2042 and the next-gen graphics. And I could confidently say that it is a fantastic Xbox. The quality on this thing is next to PC level, right? Like, we went over the specs several times on the podcast episodes. If you haven't heard that or seen any of the specs, probably go over to our Season 2 and listen back to a couple of our episodes where we discuss and run the specs between the Series X and the Series S. But I could confidently say, in terms of the Series S, that thing, like, you know the new fan system that they kind of were super happy about uh tyler in terms of like the both the the series x and the series s they have a new wave which they kind of you know uh cool their xboxes down and can i say that that works it's insane so like the xbox series s has a fan similar to the series x on top and on the side vents, right, it's like pulling in the cool air. And the the heat is being relieved or alleviated off the top of the Xbox. And that thing is, it, it works. The Xbox isn't cold. Even the fan, like the air that is pulling out, isn't so heated. And I was on this Xbox for, you know me, I could game for hours. I was, on, I was sitting on it a couple hours enjoying some gameplay of next-gen quality stuff. And the thing is running quiet, and it's not running extra hot. So I could confidently say that that runs well. The thing is genuinely a size of a book. It's no bigger than my forearm, no longer than that. Um, Pretty small. Yeah, and the width is barely the width of my full length from the bottom of my palm to the tip of my middle finger. It's That's the width. It's like nothing. (laughs) <laughs> it's a tiny little Xbox. Um, so I, I could definitely say that in terms of storing, in terms of how light it is, I think for those of you looking for a console and you're going to take to your friend's house um, or you're going to take it anywhere else, I I, I sleep over my, my girlfriend's house uh, quite a bit. Um and anytime I go over, I'm lugging around this. Back then, when I had the One X, I was lugging around the One X, and it's heavy, it's clunky, you know. Depending on what bag you have, I have like this over-the-shoulder like side bag, where it's just smacking the side of my 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 uh, my my genuine side of, or the side of my leg. <laughs> and so now having this Series S, I'm gonna be able to carry that no problem. It's not any extra weight. It's not too clunky. It's nothing. It's absolutely fantastic to to utilize, and uh, I think it's extremely portable. And I think this is it's very cool. I it also it would fit if I just carried a book bag. It'll fit in my little book bag, and I'll be able to close it 
lug it around really easily. So uh, in terms of those people looking to uh, step into a Series S for the portability, fantastic. The The way it runs its consoles or its games, really great. Now, the thing I hate about the Series S, I could get into that pretty quickly, um, storage size. 512 <laughs> gigs is not a lot. For the price that you're getting, I, regardless if it's 300 or not, I think you should still should have gotten a terabyte of space. 500 gigs for any gaming anything today. I mean, if, if you had a 500 gig Switch, I feel like you could fill it. Yeah. So an Xbox, like, no. The, let's see. Um, Ghost Recon, 100 gigs. GTA, 100 plus gigs. Um, all the new Warzone crap, does that take up a lot of space? 100 gigs. Well, yeah, so you're full. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I could tell you that. And, and when you get the console, right, you never get the exact amount of oh. 512, right? Because you got the the software, software. updates, all this, all this stuff. So you technically only have, and I have the exact number, 336 gigs. <laughs> oh my gosh, the software is that much? I, yeah, it was. I was like, "What is this?" So, um, in terms of two, you were saying Tyler, like with some of the games. Believe it or not, the XS versions of these video games are optimized for less gigs. This is something that surprised me. So, you're talking about um, over here. You you were saying that Ghost Recon can go up to 100 gigs. On the XS version, it's only 70-something gigs. Um, the, oh, No Man's Sky, only 14 gigs. So you have actually these XS versions, which are highly optimized for being able to download without this huge gig package. And I thought that um, it was going to like be a lot more, or like, you know, oh, oh it's Rogue Company was only, I think it was like 12, 15 gigs like that. Again, like, so I was able to actually store quite a bit of games that I really wanted to run, you know, at its optimal speed and pace, uh, their XS versions for a lot less than I would have on the Xbox One X uh, or the Xbox One S, whichever one you have of the last gen. You would have been downloading those games for quite a bit more uh, but because some of those games were optimized, uh, you're downloading them for a lot less. Oh, Halo Infinite, the latest Halo uh, for the multiplayer was only, I think it was like 12 gigs. And on the, uh, I believe it was like the, oh man, oh yeah, on the, on the last gen, I believe it was like 20 something gigs. So again, that's like 10 gigs off. And I was very highly surprised about this and to see see this running. Um, and, I mean, it's a happy surprise, in all honesty. Mm -hmm. But it feels really nice to be running at a solid... Because of my... The, the television that I have doesn't put out 120 hertz, you know, so I'm not getting those 120, you know, or... Sorry, those 120 uh, frames per second. I'm only getting 60 FPS, but let me tell you something, that 60 FPS is a lot more. You could tell the huge difference between last gen, which is only 30 FPS, is the highest you can get, no matter what screen you have. 
and it feels smoother. It was insane. I had to lower my sensitivity for the video games that I was playing because of how high uh, the refresh rate was, and I wasn't used to a high refresh rate. And uh, yeah, it felt fantastic. What can I say? That would be one thing I'd be curious to try. I'd like to try it on my TV because it has the certified game mode in HDR, 120 hertz, 1440p. And I'd also like to try it on my gaming monitor to see if it can handle an ultra wide monitor because that's a 16 by 10 or, or actually a, a 21 by 10. So I'd, I'd be curious to see how the Xbox would handle those with the more budget version. Well, I tell you, I'll be around uh, holiday season. I think after Christmas, I'll probably stop by and uh we'll test that out i'll bring it with me and we'll get to test it out and while bring it with me because it's so light i could take it with me now <laughs> and we'll be able to play some some awesome games the uh oh no man's sky was optimized tyler you know how many gigs no man's sky was 18 <laughs> no man's sky that that's a crazy game to to be downloading uh only 18 gigs for the excess version um, so I, I've been really happy with this and we'll, we'll definitely, we'll test that out. We'll bring it to everybody's attention. And, um, yeah, I think that'll be kind of awesome to revisit this Xbox series S and tell you guys just how well in this piece of hardware can work on these televisions and give our genuine review. Um, but so far, absolutely fantastic. I would suggest anybody to, to get that console in that price range. Now, do I want still want a Series X? Yes, um, because again, you still get higher than 1440p. Um, you're guaranteed the 120 FPS. Uh, per, well, it still again depends on what you connect it to. So it's not that one's not that big of a change. But you get the disc tray. Do I want the disc tray? Yes. Um, I have a lot of games like older gen games that are 360 or Xbox One. That I do have the disc too. Does it still play the 360 games, or is it like the, um, or is it like the older PlayStation's where it only went back one generation? No, uh, you the, can uh, play the 360 games on the Series X. Yeah, you can good. play, play all the way back to 360. I I play uh, Black Ops Two. I believe uh, you could even as long as it's compatible with the, uh the games that they've updated you could even play xbox games on there that's how fantastic xbox is in general um but so that's part of the reason why i want that district as well as you get the right you're going to get a 4k blu-ray player as well inside there um and that's also what i want now do i want to buy any regular old series x no i don't want the black body i don't want it just seems it's nice cool right because it's a nice piece of hardware but it's boring um i want to get the limited edition halo uh xbox series x so it's going to take some time but the xbox one s is definitely going to hold me over and for those of you who aren't probably avid gamers but are looking to get into a console then i'd probably suggest to you uh series s because it's Again, it's not going to take up too much space, easy to carry. Um, it's very quiet, and uh, you're also still going to get that crazy optimization. 
So I can definitely say that I'm I'm happy where gaming's at. We talked about how it compares to PC, right? PC's always going to be better because there's always going to be better specs and you could always upgrade it. But now I definitely feel like it's very comparable to PC and you're just not going to have any troubles in terms of playing video games. Mm. So you said so you said you hate the storage. Was there anything else you didn't like? Cuz I know that storage would be a pain. I think storage and the disk tray are are probably my sure, top right. two cuz I do miss yeah. the disk tray. Again, I utilize it quite a bit. Um but currently right now, I don't have all my games on hand and they're all digital, so it works out anyway. Um How many games were you able to put on it? So I have 100 gigs left over and I was able to fit 5 games. So we have Battlefield, we have, um, I have, or oh, six actually, we have Battlefield, I have uh, Ghost Recon, I have uh, No Man's Sky on there, I Fortnite. also have Fortnite Chapter 3, and I have a Dead by Daylight. And all those games were able to fit in there with a whopping about 100 gigs left over, um... And yeah, it runs fairly smooth. Yeah. Have you ever gone on D brand, Justin? What happened? Have you ever gone on D brand skins? No, but I do know that they offer skins where you can. uh, I'll have to check uh, the website, skin it too, because they also, they might do Xbox as well. But I just went on here real quick just to see what they offer. And they have a wood skin. And it looks, it, it just looks funny. It makes the Xbox look like a block of wood. And I can just imagine you carrying that around and just looking funny. <laughs> what? Block of wood. Wood That's a nice black. little, uh, would you cut that off a two by four? <laughs> Holding yeah. a four by eight. So it, you could also do that with the one S and to be honest, if you're trying to kind of make it look nice in your home and because this can fit, in fairly decent areas in your home uh i would say that definitely you know again another reason as to why it's good now you can buy the expandable ssd the prices for that is absolutely insane right now i'd say wait until like this this tech shortage is over because austin i was looking for a two terabyte one it's close to like 500 bucks I got a one terabyte one. That was the only thing I could find, and it was like two hundred something bucks. It's it's a lot. Yeah, and I don't see it. The thing is, is I don't see it going down anytime soon. Not because of the shortage, but because it's an exclusive with Seagate, and so nobody else can make those until that whatever the. Uh, it's kind of like um, when Apple started making the iPhone. AT and T got like exclusivity for like the first two years of it or something like that i think it's that type of situation so it might be like until the xbox hits year two before those things there other people are able to start making them and it price goes down exactly in expensive way too expensive i would suggest right now um even if you have a series x you're fantastic but a series s what I did is I chose all of the multiplayer games or high ga- the games that I want to see in a high, right, like have this high FPS and run at its most optimum in terms of playability. Uh, if you're a multiplayer player, 
you're going to just download the multiplayer games, right? Like, I want to see Battlefield. I want to see um, if you're into any of the Call of Duties, I'm sure I would suggest you downloading that onto there. Um, and as long as it's optimized for XS. And, or, but if you're a campaign player, then yeah, just download those campaign video games. I'm sure there's more than enough space. But only the ones that are the XS versions... And then I have a two terabyte hard drive. That's a normal one, right? You're not going to get the crazy optimization that you would on a on the console itself or the SSD, but you're still going to get really good graphics, and I'm sure that it could still hit a pretty high FPS uh, with this Xbox. So I downloaded any of the versions of the XS games or that aren't XS games, like. Call of Duty Warzone, for example, I downloaded that onto my hard drive and not on my actual or my external, not on my actual internal hard drive, because I'm like, you know what? This is a game. It's not even optimized for the Series X, which we should probably talk about in a sec. And um, yeah, you know, I don't really care uh, to to play something that is not optimized for the XS on the XS and download it on my internal storage. So. In, in terms of all that, uh, yeah, I think that would be my suggestion. But it's a good console. that And that is my review. It runs phenomenally. It's quiet. It doesn't run very hot. And you're going to get some high-quality gaming. I was getting used to now playing at such a high frame rate. Like, it was insane. That's really, it's really nice. It's nice. Definitely when I first switched my Series X, it was a... Nice change, and once you get a monitor to pair with it that has like a, it's like 144 hertz, it makes it really, really nice. Yeah, I so I, I can't wait. I can't wait for that moment. Um, but with that said, I mean it's a perfect transition for the new and improved. We, we I talked about Fortnite. I had mentioned Fortnite Chapter Three. And the new in Warzone, right? We have a new map for Warzone, and we have a new map for Fortnite Chapter Three. Now, um, I could be the only one who speaks on Fortnite currently, um, until I play with good old Austy here. Uh, but Fortnite Chapter Three is a very nice refresher for those of you who aren't into Fortnite or used to play Fortnite back in the day. Um, I think Fortnite right now is at a very optimal position in terms of gameplay. You're going to have a lot of fun. They, they're speeding up what it seems like the gameplay of it just a tad in the right way. And not, not in like where you're zipping around and it's like super sweaty, super fast. Like, no, it's like you're zipping around in terms of movement uh, around the map. But when you're getting in fights, it still feels very fluid. Uh, nothing OP, nothing crazy. But there's a lot of new updates to that that probably we'll talk about a little bit more about those details once Austin plays. But at least right now, my review of Fortnite Chapter 3 is if you're an old Fortnite player and you used to play quite a bit and quite often, I'd suggest giving this new Fortnite update a try. Um, It's just they added a lot of new features that are going to be very nice for you. And they changed up the map. Uh, very similarly to the original map of Fortnite in certain aspects. 
So you probably would would enjoy it if you are only an avid fan of the older map. And it also gives you something new, something fresh. It'll also probably help you uh, get excited that they're using, they're utilizing the new Unreal Engine, which is uh, Unreal Engine 5, which now is going to allow them to play and utilize now because they're going to update this. Uh, I don't know how fairly soon, but they're going to have weather systems similar to Battlefield 2042 with tornadoes in the middle of the match. You're going to have lightning and all this other stuff uh, coming soon to this new season. So that my review with that, fantastic. Download it. Give it a try. I'm sure you won't be disappointed. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to play that with Austin. We'll give you a little bit more of our take when Austin plays it. Now, a game that both me and Austin have played, not together, but have played, is this new Warzone map. You know, something that we've talked about a while back in the podcast and again if you go back to season two go back to uh see even i think even in season one i was playing but Asti came here in season two and we talked about a lot in season two um and probably earlier in this season so if i were you guys go check out those episodes we're available on five different platforms link in the bio just click our <laughs> link tree or yeah <laughs> i said bio in our description um but the Warzone map is something we wanted. We wanted anti-cheat and we wanted a fresh map. Anti-cheat's still not here. It's in Asia, but it's not in, in the States. We do not have the anti-cheat up yet. So that is a little bit, of, that's annoying. Um, but the new map, let's talk about the new freaking map. I can tell you something on the One X, It when I did play it on the One X, it's, it's very like, you know the brightness setting on your, your console? Turn that all the way up. And you know how when a game looks super washed out when you turn up the brightness like crazy? That's what it looks like when I played it on the One X. Absolutely yes. trash. Like, I was like, what the freaking washed out? I haven't tried it on the Series S just yet. But trust me, I will, and I'll give you guys my review on that. But on the One X... It's horrible. If you're playing it on the Xbox One, I am so sorry. It is the most washed out mother freaking looking thing in my entire life. It is that bright. I don't know what they did, but it there genuinely looks washed out. <laughs> there may be a fix for that, and I don't know if Xboxes allow you to change certain settings, uh, but on PC, because the new Xboxes have like ray tracing support and everything. If you turn your brightness all the way up with ray tracing on, you get a lot of washed out stuff because of the reflection and all that. So if you have the option of turning ray tracing off, your high brightness might look a lot better. But mm -hmm. I, again, I don't know if the Xboxes have that option. I, I, I will say, if you turn your brightness down from where it's at now, it'll make it look better. But I think it's intentional because it's, it's Pacific. It's supposed to be like this... You know, in the Pacific, the sun's beating down in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Like, I think it's supposed to be really bright. Uh, and that's just it, fine because yeah. I, I've seen gameplay on the PC, right? Or I, I haven't quite checked it out again on the, on the newer versions. 
But on the I'm I'm talking about this Xbox One gen. I, I feel very sorry for you. I'm assuming the PS5 is pro, or PS4. Sorry, it's just just the same too. Um, unfortunately, it is just way too bright and it just looks washed out. I tried it on a different TV and it just looks the same as well. And I didn't touch my brightness setting. I've been having it the same. And I've played Warzone maps or like multiplayer maps that are bright. Um, and I never had this washed out look. So I don't know why that is in, in terms of it probably is what Tyler's saying. But again, it looks super washed out. So first impression in terms of on the old gen, it's kind of rough. Um, but now playing it because right now there's a limited it's a limited time mode is where it's just only vanguard mode and you could only play with using utilizing world war ii weapons um and my take on it is that it's actually very fun i do like that limited time mode it's really cool because it's fresh right you're playing with world war ii weapons um and to be honest since it's fairly new not everybody actually bought up vanguard so not everyone's rocking these fully kitted ars or sniper rifles or any fully kitted you know uh weapon because too it also all those weapons go up to level 70 now so there's a lot of attachments they need to utilize so i'm not getting beamed or killed right away or fully destroyed um i do enjoy there's it's very rocky uh you can mantle over a lot of stuff um but we're talking about this vanguard mode vanguard mode really cool going back to the i also they also are offering the normal version of battle royale um but only for quads currently um and when i ran back and i played that i have to say that it was it was okay it was all right in terms of the map itself, they added these planes. They 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 uh, you can get the original vehicles back when you play the battle royale. So, but when you play the the World War Two version, um, you're only getting the what, what are you only oh you're only getting like the jeeps and stuff of the World War Two era, uh, which offers a lot of you being shot out of the vehicle fairly quickly. So vehicles aren't really the best thing to be riding around in. Um, mm -hmm. But again, going back to the original version, it's actually kind of fun being able to ride in those vehicles and play in those vehicles. It feels like good old war zone. So now the map feels very big, very lush, very bright, which is a good counterpart to what Van, uh, what's it called? Not Vanguard. <laughs> uh, what's this? Dan yeah verdansk map was the verdansk map was very dark very dreary it was easy to just plop on uh, the darkest skin you have and just hide you know you're hide you're crouching in these dark corners you're being playing like a pansy <laughs> so to speak and that one that wasn't fun right like you had the rose skin was the best skin in the whole game because you couldn't see them but now you have such a bright map you can see anything everybody there are some certain dark corners, but not a lot. The game offers enough uh, push for you to be able to be mobile throughout the... You don't want to sit in one spot. You kind of want to move around. Um, there's a lot of third party going on. Anytime you get into a fight, since it's so open and so wide, yeah, there's a lot of foliage and other stuff, but you're still very open. There's not a lot of cover areas for you to hide. 
And sometimes, though, this foliage still kind of makes it difficult to engage in battles be- because you're not you're sh- you're shooting like bushes and trees, and you can't see through them sometimes. So that is a little bit annoying in terms of the fighting. Um, but I mean, it's a good refresher. I think they still need the anti-cheat. I'm kind of annoyed that it's not out yet. But we're not seeing a lot of cheaters. Perhaps they released the anti-cheat in Asia because there was the hacking was probably pretty rampant out there more than what it is out here. Um, either way, I want it for safe measures. At the end of the day, and then I'm going to turn this over to Austin's review of it, Warzone to me, as much as I used to love it, feels washed out i i think i it's a too little too late type of thing where um i got too burnt out on verdansk i played for what practically two years on this warzone map on the same one and it killed my interest very very hardcore as well as all these meta weapons that they had because cold war offered up the most broken guns that we've had in warzone um right now the vanguard weapons are fairly balanced um and at least now at this time they have raven software which is hopefully going to be on the ball with focusing on making sure that these guns aren't ever going to be that cold war status again um and yeah the meta is just it, it killed it for me uh the hacking killed it for me so Warzone for me, it's kind of washed out. It bores me after a couple of, I played like maybe six rounds. I used to spend all day on it. I could play like six rounds, which is about like close to like two, three hours. And I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Even that kind of feels like a bit much for me. So I play a couple of that and then I dip and I play another game. <laughs> Unfortunately, Warzone I for me has just lost its flair. Go ahead, Tyler. I think you've explained me for the entire time of its existence. Yeah. I could just never do the like the sweaty games and the repetitive. I mean, I don't know. That's just not my game type. But yeah, so yeah, you, you mean, pretty uh, much just took my experience and summed it up the entire time it existed. See, when <laughs> when I want to play competitive, though, I go to a battle royale, and that's what I love. Right? Like, there's nothing. There's no better f- feeling for me personally. When I'm playing a video game, especially against a hundred or however many other players, and coming out as the victor number one, especially with a high kill game, or you know high kill in terms of like average kills, which can be like high kills like eleven, ten, right, twelve, um, because pro players get like twenty up on up. So, I mean, but you're getting like a high kill game or a high kill game for you or a game where you just feel like there was flow. Even if you had five kills and you're coming out on the top, the battle royale, can it's just super rewarding to, to get that victory no matter how many times you play. Because it's like it's a longer yeah. and it's a longer version of a regular multiplayer match, um, essentially. And it's almost like when you're out, you're out. And if your team can't like pull together and you can't flow together, it just it's not gonna work. So it just super I, I think rewarding. for me, I would have to try it again um, because Fortnite came out and that was one of the games. I was like, you know what? That actually looks like a really cool game, and I just couldn't handle the crowd playing it. 
And now I want to try it again with the new game engine and, and a little bit more interactive. But the reason I like the Fortnite thing is because they had more than just running around shooting each other. You could build, you know, your fort and your post, or like if you were playing with a team or whatever, you could hold your ground. There was just more that you could do in the game. And then it just got to the point where I just put it down because, like I said, I couldn't deal with the crowd. The crowd for me, I'm just, if you're not mature enough for the game, don't play the game, but nobody understands that. Yeah. So, but and... then the Warzone and Warzone and PUBG, I did try those. My cousin tried to get me into them a little bit, and it was just like, no, this is, you go in, you're running for 30 seconds. Okay, now you're waiting for another match. Like, yeah, I could have played more and got better of it and got longer lasting. It's just it felt like there was nothing for me to do in the game except run, find a gun, shoot someone, run. Oh, look at that, a better gun. Oh, a piece of armor. It, it just none of it really appealed me. So, I don't know. I feel like I have to try it again maybe with the new Fortnite, with the new game engine and everything. But it's just not my game type. So, I don't know. I just never got into it. And I'm always wondering, like, how do people get into this so much? Like, I can't do it. And I'm like, why don't I like this? It's supposed to be the game of the year or so much fun to play, some crap like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot, I guess you really have to be into a competitive sort of nature in that. And not just that. Because to play yeah, Fortnite, you don't really have to be competitive, which is why I like it. But I just know in general, I for you mainly you do like more campaign driven games over multiplayer. Um, so that could possibly be it too, right? Like if you're definitely not an avid multiplayer gamer, these you know video games. Such well, and as... that's the thing. When I play a game, I'm looking for the story of the game. Um, you know, there's I'm I'm one of the guys. I have to play it in 4K. I have to see the detail in the map. All that stuff has to be like cranked and everything so I'm like fully immersed and you just don't really get as much of that in um, the battle royale types in my opinion but then like I, I don't know I always circle back to the co-op game style where that one's a lot more fun which is why I kind of want to revisit uh, Fortnite because Fortnite has the new game engine um, and they do have a little bit of story background if you follow the game like you should. Oh, yeah. And I just feel like if you're playing in, like, the teams and stuff, I could probably enjoy that game more, especially with all the more interaction with the new map and everything. So, I don't know. I might give it another try. It, it, I tell you what, if you give it another try, I'll be right there next to you playing that game because I absolutely love it. And if you play it too... There's also, if you're not into that, there's Fortnite Save the World, which is the campaign of the Fortnite. So if you ever get into that, Tyler, let me know, because I never have anyone to play that with, and I absolutely find that fun. New update, too. The, uh, when you complete a level in Fortnite, it gives you XP for the Battle Pass. Now, um, before it used to... It used to not do that. The campaign wasn't tied in terms of XP towards the battle pass of the battle royale, but now it is. Mm -hmm. But any either way, I'm gonna turn this over to Austi in terms of Warzone and let give him his his chance to speak and give his review on this new map. I'm gonna be honest. I think it's an awful map. I don't like it at all. I think it's way too open. Um, 
the coloring is way off. Like I agree with you. It's it's so funny that you are you're being relatively positive about it. We've like swapped positions because like last when I I was defending Verdansk, you were like, "Nah, man, it sucks. We need to do something new." Now I'm like, "This sucks." This this map reminds me of just in terms of the way Warzone's gone. So we were talking about Fortnite a little bit, so I could connect it a little bit. Um, it reminds me of whenever Fortnite started to lose a little bit of its steam, and so they started putting in a little bit of like gimmicks, you know, like the when they like the little winter themed in the corner, and they put they brought in like the airplanes and stuff. Because um, on the uh, limited time mode, you can buy airplanes. Um, and they like added all these other different when they started adding vehicles and stuff. It just seems like Warzone is like reaching like Fortnite was back then to try to because they're like, oh, we're getting stale. We need to reach, and I think they're reaching too far like Fortnite did. Um, and it, it just reminds me so much of it too because like everybody was clamoring for a new map for Fortnite, and then we got that new map, and it basically killed the game. A sense because everybody was still playing but they were still complaining but once that new map came out people just kind of lost interest right now like this new map is just not good it's just not good in my eyes like, there's just too much openness um it seems like the storm goes way faster than it used to i could be wrong but it seems like the first storm is super duper fast now um i'm sorry to interrupt are we talking about the Fortnite map or the uh, warzone, warzone. Warzone. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, you're not making any sense. I'm looking at this and I'm lost. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, because I'm looking Warzone. at the wrong thing. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think the... I feel like Storm first round goes much faster. Also, like, one of the things that's kind of weird, and I feel like... make I, think, I understand why they did it, but I think it, in a lot of ways it kind of ruins the pace a little bit, is now... Uh, you can't buy your loadout until after first loadout drops. And so if you go to, like, if you up somewhere, get in quick fight, a lot of money, you basically just have to sit there and wait before you can uh, buy a, uh, a loadout. It kind of, like, ruins the pace a little bit. Um, the... We were talking about like the guns. Um, the guns, I they just don't like. Seems like especially in the limited time mode, they have like way more kick than any other guns. They have way more kick than any of like the modern warfare guns or anything. So like, if you go in and play the regular mode that has all the guns, those uh, uh, Vanguard guns are like almost unusable until you've got them like all the way leveled up and even then you know there's like maybe one two max that are like possible to use in terms of like cheating i haven't run into anything too crazy uh the the thing i've noticed is it seems that a lot of people i think that the anti-cheat like you said they dropped it in asia i think it worked probably really well for aimbotters Wall hacking, I don't believe it worked for. Because that's what I've run into is a lot of people wall hacking. Well, again, um, it was just for Asia. So it's yeah. not in the States. We do not have it, and nor does Europe have it. Yeah. Literally so, just Asia. 
Well, but the thing the thing about it is, is now with VPNs, a lot of people can just VPN out of regions. So I I like I just think that uh, if they if they haven't, even if they haven't, like I haven't run into any aimbotters, but I think that uh, probably it's probably not going to work on uh, wall hackers because that's one of the hardest cheats to like prove that somebody's doing. Yeah, I just I just think. It's just not that fun. It's like it was like fun the first two or so, and then once you uh, you played it a few times, it just kind of gets old. It's just not uh, it's not as good as the old map was. As sad as that is to say, because the old map at least there was like certain open areas, and the pace of the old map was pretty good. Like third partying obviously was a thing, but wasn't as big of a thing. Just I'm not I'm not a fan. I'm I mean I didn't really care for Warzone that crazy anyways, but yeah, I'm just it's not that great in my eyes. I think they could have done better. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's just kinda how I feel about it. Not as big a fan as I was of the old map. Uh, you, you know, if review. I knew we were gonna bring this up, I would have asked for my cousin's opinion. <laughs> the Warzone streamer. Because well, he probably knows all the ins and out more than any of us. <laughs> you you do you know you you do definitely have the uh, you have you have two avid gamers for that have played Warzone and you have our personal opinions on the new Warzone map. If you guys have any personal opinions, leave it in the comments below of how you feel. How's Fortnite Chapter Three? How do you feel Warzone is? Um, again, for me, I agree with Austi. I think it's it for me. It's too little, too late. Um, the it's regardless even of the map for me i kind of burnt out of warzone by again by cold war after like that dmr meta my brain melted every time i played warzone mm -hmm. and i was always extra angry at warzone than when i play any other multiplayer in my whole life so i'm just like you know what uh i think pretty soon <clears throat> excuse me i think pretty soon i'll be hanging up the warzone hat and uh, calling the quits and just saying, you know, I got my 117 wins. I got my 1.0 KD, which is an average gamer. Uh, and that's that's it for me. Anyway, the game has sort of became so sweaty. And, and this will probably say for a bit of the second half of uh, something. But, I mean, oftentimes we do talk about how sweaty video games have become and it's even kind of ruining Halo for me, but we'll talk about that uh, probably hmm. in the second half. We do have to go to break because we're like 20 minutes over, and we only have 10 minutes left for the rest of this podcast. So we're going to go to break real quick. I hope you guys are enjoying this holiday episode so far. Uh, we're just keeping it fairly light, a lot of opinionated stuff. We'll just probably keep newsworthy stuff a little bit for our next episode. I hope you guys are having a happy holidays. Please stay tuned for the rest of the episode. May go for a little bit longer. Uh, so, yeah. Enjoy, Enjoy High Octane Gaming with the Grim Reaper live on Twitch. Watch the Reaper as he plays through a plethora of game titles, such as Call of Duty Warzone, Call of Duty Zombies, Valorant, Minecraft, and more. Join him as he competes against high competition in COD Warzone tournaments for large cash prizes. 
You can catch The Grim Reaper streaming Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 6 to 11 p.m. CDT. Just search twitch.tv forward slash The Grim Reaper. Link in the bio. Looking for a fun new way to eat popcorn? Then I have the place for you. Kelly's Kernels has 68 flavors to choose from. Try out their delicious birthday cake flavor or their cheesy cheddar flavor. If you want to go classic, the Chicago style flavor is for you. Either way, you have a wide variety of flavors to choose from. But that's not all. They offer other treats such as shaved ice, cotton candy, and mini melts. Be sure to enjoy the dine-in experience and bring the whole family. So come on down to Kelly's Kernels, where it's always poppin'. Located at 13226 Lincoln Plaza Way, Cedar Lake, Indiana. Link in the bio. And we're back from that word from our sponsors. I hope you guys enjoyed for the holiday seasons. Uh, I hope you guys are having a wonderful Christmas. I believe this comes out on Christmas. It's uh, on a Friday. Um, So I hope you guys are having a spectacular Christmas holiday season, winter. I hope you're, uh, I know it's way back, but I hope you guys' Thanksgivings went well. Just because... We did not post really any episodes past uh, Thanksgiving or mid-November uh, season. It was just we needed a long break, okay? And I got school. I do not apologize for that. I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Had school. Uh, <laughs> um, and we needed, it was a much-needed refresher and break. But with that said, I hope you guys' holiday break is going well. I hope everyone is able to have a next-gen console. I hope everybody out there is able to have just a meal in a warm, lovely home and place to sit and enjoy yourself with your family. I hope you're listening to this right now with some hot cocoa. You know, just some hot cocoa, some sugar cookies, just uh, or maybe some warm, fresh chocolate chip cookie. Mmm! Unless just, you're Justin, then he's or, probably wishing his Xbox Series S did run warmer, and he's probably stringing an extension cord from the neighbor's house. Yeah, so, you know, you're you're having this uh, a wonderful holiday. I hope you guys are enjoying that. Uh, and, again, click that uh, link in the description and check, all, you know, for this holiday season, what I want you to do. Click that description, check all of the people attached to the Amateur Hour Again, we have BMMB, who's working on some wonderful animations, always putting some new stuff out. His Instagram and Twitter have absolutely been fantastic with new artworks. Please check him out. Hit him up if you got some animation work you want done and stuff like that. I'm sure you guys can talk about some fantastic things. Serious inquiries only, please. And um, as well as Adam Stone, check his music out. He's been on tour for a couple of months now. Uh, just playing it out, slaying it out as well. I hope you guys are will, will go check his music out. He has a new song out. More, uh, <laughs> I almost said more than friends. It's his old song. Um, did you know? Uh, it's a fantastic song. So please listen to that and check out our sponsors. You know, for holidays, I'm sure Kelly's Colonel's got some wonderful holiday flavors going on. So if I were you guys, please check it out. 68 flavors of popcorn. If you're in the northwest Indiana area, even if you're not, travel out there. Drive, take a nice little drive to northwest Indiana out there. And uh, give them a visit and tell, tell them we sent you. 
I'm sure they would love to hear it. Uh, and uh, go over to the Grim Reaper Gaming on Twitch. If you don't like the Warzone map, it's sure still nice to watch. So if I already guys go over to Grim Reaper Gaming on Twitch.tv, and he's always playing. So check him out as well. And uh, tell him we sent you as well. Say, hey, yo, listen, I came over from the amateur. I wanted to tell you, good job. <laughs> but, yeah, and make sure you guys are leaving a comment down below. We want to hear from you this holiday season as well. Uh, so let's continue with topics. We might have the episode run a little bit longer. We'll see. Uh, we want. I want to talk about the Halo game and so far give my review. I haven't played the campaign just yet. But in terms of multiplayer, because we're getting a lot of new games uh, and a lot of new stuff just flooding the market finally, uh, or at least new updates. And I did want to talk about uh, the new game at hand, uh, Halo Infinite. The reviews are out. People absolutely love the multiplayer. Uh, people are like, oh, Halo's back again. It's super fantastic. And I've been enjoying it too, a little bit. I'll get into why. <laughs> so, recently, in recent years, games have become more and more sweaty. Now, for those of you who don't know what sweaty is, that just means people like to really, really try at video games their darndest and not play for fun. Uh, a lot of times you're seeing people trying to be the next big streamer, um... And the next big thing, and be, if you got if you're gonna be a streamer, you have to be really good. Apparently, would uh, it be order... rude if I said we'd like you to join the working class for a little bit of your time again? <laughs> yeah, please come on, come on down to the working class and put all that hard work into working. <laughs> um, you make a paycheck or two. <laughs> I I can agree with that one. You know, it's just like. It, you, you, everyone's trying to be this next big streamer, the next big thing. And I think that the people who got burnt out of Warzone and all these games now are flooding into my favorite game, Halo, and absolutely um, ruining it. And what do I mean by that? Well, I the game is fun. It's Its mechanics run well. Um, it's customization is trash. I will say that, uh, you have, everything's behind a paywall. Granted, it's a free to play multiplayer. I don't mind the transactions being held, uh, in terms of cosmetics, make your money. I, I obviously don't mind that. What I don't, what I do mind is uh, a super grindy battle pass. And what I do mind is a, uh, you know, a, a customization option where you don't even in a game where you used to get free armor sets and free armor, and now you don't even get not even a little bit free armor that is worth your while. That is as well as uh, the customizations of color kind of behind a paywall. It's kind of annoying too. So there's a lot of annoying things, especially paying for old, you know, uh, helmets and stuff like the new season is Halo Reach. I wish that was just in the game and not something you have to pay for. If I'm paying for something, it's going to be new armors and stuff I've never seen before. Uh, like they did add some samurai armors, which look really cool. Uh, but 
again, the pricing for that is a little bit weird. But besides that, honestly, that's the least of my worries. The multiplayer has evolved and maybe I'm just too old, right? Maybe I don't I don't know, but I'm only 24. Um, but maybe I'm too old for gaming now and maybe this new generation is just more difficult or something. I don't know. But either way, this game that I used to just play regularly and I could lose, I didn't care. I could win, feel great. Um, I could get low kills, have fun and high kills and have fun but now it's it's translated to where it's i'm just getting demolished every single game um even when i do get high kills i'm trying and i have to like sweat to get these high kills in order to win just like once and have fun and that's not what i want to do to play video games anymore i just want to sit back and relax and i know it's something it's kind of like uh, I people probably don't want me saying beating a dead horse because somebody out there will get offended. But it's like uh, beating a dead tree. Like you know, it, you're you're <laughs> it 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 doesn't help. I know we keep talking about it and it doesn't help, but it's true. Gaming has translated to something that is so highly competitive that it is very hard to keep up with, and it's very hard to sit back and kind of just mindlessly play and just have fun now you have to really put a lot of thought power and a lot of try hard nature into playing these video games because if not you're never gonna win and other people on the other team are like extremely trying even if you're just trying to relax and I think that's what kills it for me more I could play a game and again lose but if the people aren't like trying super hard and but i don't know it's hard to explain so if you feel somebody and the other team is like going really hard in it it ruins it even if it's on your team and somebody's going in really hard for no reason at all it ruins the game as opposed to just everybody playing at a relaxed nature so that i have to admit Right, and I, I think that's just a newer generation. And for me, it ruined Halo. I've only played Halo multiplayer a total of two days. That's it. That's I've only put a couple hours into it because I am bored with to death of the super sweaty nature of things. See, when I play Fortnite, you can run into sweats, but at the same time, and it is kind of competitive, right? It's a battle royale. But Fortnite's a little bit more relaxed than that. I can lose. Sometimes there's people sweating. Sometimes there's people not. Like, it's, it feels very relaxed to me. But in Halo right now, it is like Sweat City. And maybe it's because these people who are used to playing all these high competitive games got a, a lemon for Call of Duty. You know, they got a lemon for Warzone. So they're like, you know what, let's go on over to an actual good game. But it's not it for me. I don't know. Uh, Austin, how do you feel about that? And have you been playing Halo? Give us your take. Um, yeah, I. Uh, this is the first Halo multiplayer I've ever played. And uh, so I'm not very good anyways. But yeah, there's it's sweaty. Sweaty. And I mean, I... It's just kind of the nature of the beast at this point. 
uh, video gaming has uh, it's evolved. It's no longer a casual thing anymore. It's not a casuals. It's not a casuals playground anymore. It is a is a means to an end for ninety percent of these people, or it seems to be. Everybody wants to get on here, like you said, be the next Ifu or be the next uh, Symphony or insert famous Twitch streamer, YouTube gaming streamer here. Courage, you know, they just want to be that next big thing. And so everybody's just going super hard. 90% of people are streaming it if they're when they're going super hard too. It's just not as uh, it's not as fun. I think I think it is a generational thing, and I think we didn't exploding the way it did and giving power to gamers. I guess you would call it was awesome, but we didn't realize the repercussions that would reverberate through the community when it happened. Because I think that ninety percent of this falls on the fact that Twitch became so big, and you see all these guys getting these big contracts and stuff. So yeah, so uh, it's just very sweaty. Um, not very good at Halo, anyways, because I like I said, this is my first one, so I'm I just so get crapped on. This is your first Halo. I get crapped on the whole time. I mean, I played all the campaigns and stuff, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's tough. I mean, I will say this: you can feel that the mechanics are good. You can feel it. the The game itself is good. I think I would give it. I think it's like probably the best experience out the sweatness of all the games like out right now between Call of Duty, Halo. Um, I haven't played Fortnite, but my last memories of Fortnite, um, PUBG, like all all of the bigger games right now. It that the Halo multiplayer seems to me the most refined. Um, that being said, I'm only speaking about the experience once you get into a game. The problems start when you open the menu, though, and you go in and you want to play a game, and you can't. There's no. You can't decide to do the the uh, the their version of domination. You can't decide to play the the one where you have to hold the ball for the certain amount of time. You just uh, get to load in, and it's just yeah. a random game mode. Yeah, and there's that only part like kind of sucks. Game types or something like that, you know. Not it's like. Apps. It's like uh, the ball, you have domination thing, you have uh, capture the flag, and then you have a variation of capture the flag where one team has a flag and the other team's trying to get it. If they get it and take it back to their base, then they win that round and you just swap back and forth. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, it's just, I think the game is good. It's just, the people are what ruins it for yeah. casual gamers like us because we don't like some of these kids have like all that free time to good and stuff and i don't have that kind of time so it's like it I just made too, it very tough yeah and, and i think tough. too is like they have this ranked mode and no one uses it i i feel like ranked mode is for the sweats like go to ranked mode if you want to like go real hard into a game you know, and if you want to just play like an average player, you're supposed to just go into public lobbies and have fun. And they just, that element is so gone. And it sucks. It really does. 
you know, maybe it is because, you know, like you're saying, where, you know, you got work now, you don't have as much time, you know, or I'm, I feel like I'm always working on some new project and stuff like that and trying to do something new. And I don't always have time to, to hop on a video game uh, or doing schoolwork or something. And now it's just, yeah, it could be that, but it just, it's the new era of gaming, I generally feel. And it's sad to see because I miss the days where gaming was just to have fun and not just to have fun by being the best, <laughs> you know? I remember the days where it was rare for you to see somebody really good at the game, like insanely good. And now oh. it's like very common. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, or, it's like, yeah. <laughs> like, like I miss the days where you run into, you'd be like playing a Search and Destroy on, uh, I don't know, Black Ops 2, Call of Duty Ghost or whatever, and you'd run into a team that would just be, they would have riot shields on their back, and they would just be turtling all the way across the map, seeing oh, if they yeah. could make it all the way across before <laughs> they got killed. You know, like, that kind of stuff's gone. Like, yeah. all the goofiness, like, people running around with, uh, with like, uh, I think now you can... There's a new thing on Warzone where people can run double riot shields and stuff, like... Oh, like it, it's tough. It's bad. It's just bad. It, the spirit experience is so different now. Nobody's trying to goof off or have fun. Yeah. It's a, I want to win. Which, I mean, hey, I'm not saying it's bad. Like, it's just a differing of opinions. Like, yeah. I the mean, whole point of playing, like, those people I mean, out there's there. There's a reason they be, give up. <laughs> those people out there, right? They could be in, like, drugs or something else. And instead, they're could playing be. video games. So it's a good outlet. I mean,. I mean, yeah, it's a good outlet, but I, I mean, there's a reason they give out a win at the end of the game, and so, I mean, who am I to tell somebody they can't go super sweat? It just does hurt the experience for people who are uh, are just casually playing, just trying to, like, relax after work or something, and it's like, can't really do that anymore, um, and that's something I will miss, and I think maybe, you know, going back to a previous uh podcast episode where we talked about the death of uh like campaign and cooperative gaming who knows with uh how things are going maybe we have a rebirth of that That's just never know we yes we can hope i mean it was never my thing before but at this point i'd much rather have that than having to just play all these multiplayer games yeah, all the time I, I have my fingers crossed that cooperative gaming were to see an uproar because right now it's just a huge upset <laughs> you know i mean if you want to put your best foot forward there's never you know there's nothing wrong with that if you're generally trying to be a professional gamer and or streamer or whatever at the end of the day there's nothing wrong with that no matter how flooded the field can seem you know go for your dreams right and dream big but it's just sad to see that casual gaming is at the expense of all of this currently um and well that... there's there's a different there there's a you know there's places and times just like this areas for anything when a brand new game comes out and you want to be good at it then get your gaming clan together and play with them get sweaty do whatever don't join the public fields and basically shit on everyone that's just trying to enjoy it yeah you know it's like easier... they're 
there's better ways to do it (laughs) yeah it's like easy to win against people who aren't trying you know (laughs) game's brand new we just opened it up we want to see how good it is we want to enjoy it yeah we don't want to get kicked out of the field because you just you know that that kind of goes on on a good point there tyler because when you look at um this idea of uh, okay so now you you step into the realm of a new gamer how do new gamers live now right like how are we going to get these kids or like individuals that are into it like right like these teens that are into video gaming if they can't even like (laughs) they can't even learn like for example my girlfriend wants to get into video games she she can't really get into video games as hard as anybody else now because i'm afraid i have to watch what game she plays (laughs) Because she's not going to have a good time and she's going to be pushed away from games if she's over here trying to play Halo for the first time in the multiplayer and just getting crapped on by this like person trying to be a pro gamer. It absolutely yeah. ruins the whole her whole experience. So There's it all makes pro gamers out there that are always like, oh yeah, you suck, you're ruining the game, why are you in here, get out of the game, blah blah blah. Like, exactly. No. Or just let, let send, them like, in- let them be themselves and enjoy it. <laughs> exactly. Or they send like toxic messages. And now yeah. uh, I can't have my girlfriend experience multiplayer video games and get into video games like I am because she's never played. And when she gets into it now, it's so sweaty and so insane that you know, she I'm, can't. I'm have... thinking about yeah. all, the, all the kids that may, maybe maybe you have a kid that's never had an Xbox. And, and this year you're fortunate enough to buy the Xbox. Your kid's first game console is 12, 13 years old. Doesn't really know the field. And then he goes in there and starts playing and gets shit on and bad mouthed and blah, blah, blah. And now that kid's like, am I really that bad? Because you know how we have all these issues with you know, all how people handle emotions and all this crap. Yeah. And we have the people that get fueled off of just destroying someone else mentally for what reason we don't know. But it's just, you know, when me and you were growing up, we had split screen in a basement, didn't have to worry about it as much because it wasn't on the internet. Yeah. And then we started getting into the internet and it was pure enjoyment. And now it's, let's get on the internet. You suck. I'm better than you. Get out of my league. Yeah, or get out of this game. You're, you're ruining get my get Like, no, that's that's not how it should be. <laughs> I mean, I will say, I will say, we are we are glossing over the fact that uh, Xbox 360 Search and Destroy Party Chat was, oh, it was way worse than anything <laughs> these kids will ever experience. <laughs> because there was there you that. Things that would be said in that was so far off the charts. There was the no rating. words I heard. I mean, and I'm not condoning no. it. Yeah, but oh, it, it was bad. It was partially, bad. <laughs> that's partially fault of the age group, too. Because, okay, we all just started middle school at the same time we got that Xbox. When you're in middle school, everything's funny. Everything's yeah. a joke. You kind of just learn cursing. No matter what you just said, you just, you just learn that okay, I'm going to be a little bit of a dick once in a while and someone's (laughs) going to be a dick to me. But there's so many people out there that just don't understand that you're just being a dick or, no, you're actually just affected that person's feelings or, you know, all that kind of crap. And by the way, I do not... It's pushed way too far in that era of life and that's, you know, when everything is just too sensitive. 
And, and, and I, I do want to add in very quickly because I did say, I was laughing right after I said, a lot of people said the N-word. I do not condone the N-word. When you get these young kids and, they're, and they think they're a bunch of hard asses. They can't yeah. see you. They can't touch you. They're going to talk all the shit they can. Yeah, but I guarantee so... if that person that just got called the N-word... If they walked into that house and seen that kid, you're the one that called me that, I guarantee you that kid's going to turn white as a ghost and run and hide. Yeah. So why, if you're going <laughs> to act like that, why are you doing it so, over the internet? Don't yeah. act like that at all. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's preface also, though, that this was like the, the Xbox 360 was like basically the beginning of like multiplayer gaming yeah, it was online, the too. Oh, yeah. So part of it, like... Right? It's just like the it's just like the Wild West, or it's just like uh, and you're you're always going to have the people that to America, you know, just to see what they can get away with, and that's exactly yeah. what happened. But you you go in and you you learn what's okay and what's not okay just by through experience. I mean, it's in a sense it's kind of testing boundaries, but it's also like there's really no such thing as a boundary on online. It's just kind of just kind of learn. Hey, that's kind of dumb to say. Yeah, yeah. Because there's somebody gonna do, you know, like you could been in plenty of lobbies and back, back in the then day. You didn't have the the report out. feature as well, and now you have like where you can report people for bullying or abusive behaviors. So people are a little yeah. bit more relaxed. That's Anytime I get a toxic yeah. message, I report the person. Oh, your best defense back then was kick them from the party. And if you weren't party leader or anything like that, all you could do is either mute your mic or leave. Yeah. And there was no, no way to, no, no other way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, cause, plus, because back then, like, nowadays you can report people for what they say in voice chat because like, Xbox records all of it. So watch mm -hmm. what you say. But um, yeah. now, like, or before... The only thing you were report people for was like if they sent you a message or if they sent you a voice message, like things that you could like go back and see again and you could report them for that stuff. But, um, yeah, no, you could get away with pretty much anything back then. But, when, um, when that first came out, I, I remember it because it was, it was me and Justin either hanging out at my house or in his basement just playing. We just got on the 360 and, and we're experiencing all this stuff for the first time. And we are, we're online in a live party chat, probably playing Call of Duty. I don't know. The things we heard, it was basically that moment when you look at each other and you're like, did he really just say that? Yeah. We were like, oh, my God, that would that just doesn't come out of my mouth. I can't believe I just heard that. Mm -hmm. And here's and here's another we don't even know where he's at. Just just sounds like a little kid just ripping this guy a new one. And we're just like, wow, <laughs> why would you do that? Yeah, you you'd get exposed to a lot of things. And but, you know, so now video game, you know, going back to your original point out of like people who are new as well is like. Yeah, they're going to have self-esteem issues now yeah, with I this mean, idea of like, hey, am I just, do I suck someone. at games? And no. I will urge people this, you know, just because, you know, again, there's no problem with trying to be the best and all this stuff and, you know, putting your best foot forward and, and, and becoming a streamer. and all. There's, That's all good and that's all fine. But I will say this. Keep in mind that there are different playlists for a reason, right? There's a ranked mode for a reason for people like you. But in terms of casual, 
um, keep in mind that there's going to be new gamers. There's going to be new people. And some yeah. toxic people out there are like, yeah, new gamers are crap on. Yeah. No, please. Like, you, you have to give... Just as you found that love for playing video games and gaming, that person's trying to discover that love and find love for that gaming. And rather than you, in essentially, quote-unquote, gatekeeping this, in a way, uh, video games by just only being the best and only really allotting any time for people who are the best... You, sh you need to keep in mind that there are people trying to learn and be good at a game or just not be good at it, but like have fun. And that's what you need to do is just have fun. And if winning is the only thing that's fun for you, I just play rank mode. Easiest way to explain it, it's like finding your click in high school. If you just came from middle school to high school or you're moving from school to school and you're trying to find your friend group or the or the clique that you fit into, getting online playing games is like the same thing. There's people that are like, no, you can't be part of this group just because they think they're better than you or they don't know you, they don't want anything to do with you. Or, you know, obviously if, if you're the nerd the people on the sports teams aren't going to talk to you because you're not going to play football after school or some yeah, crap like that. This isn't sports, guys. Okay? You know, when you're when you're in when you're on the online world, you're going to find the certain games you fit into. You're going to find the people that you like to play with, and you just have to know. Just like in school, them over here talking them crap, you got to wash it out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, same thing. And yeah. you know, well, if you're, you're looking to be on a sports team, be on the sports team, and just let let the people play the regular old, you know, outdoor handsy football or whatever the heck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think I, honestly, I think you you guys are making a lot of good points, and I think it makes me think that uh, a lot of this, like, obviously, uh, it's kind of hard to get into gaming at least Xbox and PlayStation side, but it makes me wonder if a cause the because of this, it's allowing the Switch to explode the way it has, and that's why the Switch has become such a big, such Perhaps. a huge uh, console, like, sales-wise. Because if you think about it, like, the Switch really doesn't have that crazy of a multiplayer. Most of the games are, like, very casual, and uh, so there's, like, not... The culture over on that side is, like... I mean, the game, the system is built for families, so it's just, like, super chill... And you like you can do your couch co-op like that's what most people do. Most people don't get on the online service to play against each other, and there's not many games that use it that well. So, like, I mean, if I was to recommend anything to a new time gamer, I would just get yourself a Switch first, yeah, and get Super Smash Bros. and just go hard on that, and then go from there. Because if you jump straight into Call of Duty Vanguard pray for you i i definitely <laughs> i agree with that and and on top of that i would add too to what you're saying is like yeah and if you're gonna play xbox or playstation just play the campaign play a game with a good campaign with a good story look at some of the reviews or just yourself if that game title looks cool to you play it it but play it for the campaign and get yourself into gaming that way um, mm -hmm. Because if you're gonna start off with multiplayer, it's it's uh, right now it's a you know it's a sweat fest. And now, if you're gonna start up in the multiplayer, I recommend you play against just bots for like yeah. 
if you're going <laughs> you know? to start field. off in the multiplayer world, oh, go ahead. you better be an aggressive player. Yeah. If that's where you're going to start. You you you're, <laughs> you walk in and you're just going to have to understand. I'm going into a shithole. I'm going to be aggressive. You have to walk in with an attitude like that. But I also think it's another another way of putting it is knowing your knowing your grounds, what you're walking into. Because I started council, and then I moved on to PC, and I've noticed one of one of the bigger things that I did notice is when I was on council, you play with a a lot of younger generation, and it, and it's a lot of moms and dads whatever buying their kid an xbox and now the kids in the basement they're all alone they think they're this big person downstairs and they could do what they want well when i moved on the pc i noticed kind of a different crowd now i don't know i'm assuming it's because of the investment you put in that more let's call mature people would go into it building my computer you know, my Xbox or my PlayStation was a few hundred dollars. A kid or a parent could buy it and afford it for Christmas or something like that. My computer, I spent a lot more money on it. There's far less people that I know that play on PC. And more, and most of them are in the most, more of the mature audience. So when you log on, you get more of a mature, more of... A nicer background type people they're not a bunch of jerk kids yeah so it you also got to know what you're walking into too if you're 14 years old you just opened up your xbox there's probably you know a hundred other people in your grade or whatever that did the same thing there's just more of that age group more of that attitude more of everything in that group and then yeah. you move up to something it's it's just like walking outside of school for break and you go to lunch or whatever there's all the different clicks you know you you walk into the wrong one you you kind of have to know what you're walking into same thing with gaming you get into Xbox you have to know what you're getting into you get into PC it's a completely different realm because it's more expensive more mature people in my opinion anyway are in that realm and then, you know, you go to the other one, 12, 13, 14, younger generations, they're, they're all the ones that are like, how do I act? How do I, what am I going into? You know, there's a little bit of confusion here and there. So it's I all will, over the place. It's not I, as controlled. I will add two things to that, too. Um, uh, the sweatiest people I know are on PC. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the hackers and most the most hackers are from what PC because there's no hacking going on console. <laughs> okay, but you got to understand that's also a different area. So I will say that you know in terms of um, the most toxic that I did have in in multiplayer. And what's ruined Warzone has been this idea of cross generation with who PC. Oh, so yeah. I will say that platform is awful, man. Yeah. Get it out of here. We wanted it for so long. I just want to play 
station. Get those PCers out of yeah. here. <laughs> you guys can they complain stay about on us. Island. Get the freak out of here. <laughs> uh, they complain about us. We complain about them. <laughs> the best thing is to just end the relationship, you know? Yeah, right, Austin. Like, anytime we know over. when we get, like, wrecked, we're like, that's a PC player. Because, you know, like, they whip their, their mouse. They can whip. They like... can do, like, a... <laughs> 580 million spin and like just hit you and, and it's like in 0.2 seconds like you slow down the I'm using my thumb time. that like That's I when you guys gotta do the private match and you do your scheduled setups and everything you don't just join a random match well you that's how you play warzone and that's how you play multiplayer I mean you, if you're yeah, trying you to play off, private off, matches, off. you know, that's that's what you do, right? To yeah. F around and have fun in that regard. You, but if you're just you trying gotta to play... you got to talk to my cousin Josh because they do planned events and everything, and they don't run into those problems. But when you just join... When you just hop on and say, oh, I'm going to join this random match and play for a half hour, it doesn't matter where you're at or what platform you're on, you're going to see those problems. Yeah, but that's that's, that's where all the... That's where all the fishing people are, where they're trying to do everything bad is all well, the random Yeah, but thing. that's that's also the thing, though, Tyler, is that in terms of, like, Warzone and in terms of uh, multiplayer, not all multiplayer is cross-platform, so you run into the issue of sweats, but not, like, hackers or extra sweaty. Like, you're going to get extra sweaty on PC, and then when you... When you when like let's say for me and Austin and stuff like that, we normally can't always even play on the same schedule. Like that's almost near to impossible trying to get together. Uh, like I don't know if you wanted to play, let's say with and try an event with the six v six with twelve people. It's near to impossible for us to do casually. You have well, to plus, really plan it. If you want to get a like six-man squad or four-man squad whatever depends on the game you're playing and specifically i'm talking specifically vanguard multiplayer halo infinite multiplayer cold wars multiplayer it penalizes you for the the more people that you have in your group in your party that are in the same like are in the group the more it penalizes you and the sweatier the people are that it puts you up against. It's just yeah. a fact. Like it's it's it's, it's not even like skill based matchmaking is a thing. It also adds into the fact, oh, this team it thinks like their formula thinks that, oh, if you're running with the same people, like you have a group all in your own lobby and you then go into a multiplayer game and you have a full squad of six, immediately think, Oh, these people must be sweaty we have to put them up against super sweaty people so it also yeah. formula they have right now decentivizes playing with your friends yeah very heavily because once actually, you get past two people it's bad it's insane <laughs> you Absolutely can the thing insane. Is, the sad thing is is like i've tried it because i oh you have a few friends that are really really good at the game it's like okay maybe it's just bringing me to their level I've tried playing with people that have like 0.4 KDs, 0.2 KDs. Like one of my friends, his girlfriend has an account, so he played on hers. Doesn't matter how good your KD or how bad your KD is. If you're in a squad of six, you're in that party together. Boom! It's putting you up against sweaty people. Yeah, it's, it's oh. crazy. So that's the unfortunate reality of things. And I tell you what, you want to play a, a multiplayer that is relaxed and not crazy. 
Go over to Battlefield. Battlefield is oh. the most fun sandboxy game, the less sweat game, because it's such a big player base and such a big lobby that you're just it's just insane. And uh you win or lose, I have fun playing it and are you guys, you know, head over to that. But with that said, we're running a little over time. Uh, but whatever, it's a holiday episode. I hope you guys are having a wonderful holiday. You know, from us to you guys, happy holidays. You know, I hope your December went absolutely fantastic. And I hope the rest of the year, year going into the new year is absolutely fantastic as well. Uh, you know, all the blessings and happiness to all of you who are listening. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast episode again thank you for a wonderful year we're nearing the end of the season again in may we end every season uh around the second week of may so or i believe it's like the first week in may sorry so uh we will say to you guys thank you very much and be ready because in season four again we're going to come back even more hard because why? Well, I mean, I'll be graduating, so I'm going to have hopefully a lot more time to sink into the podcast and all these things. Uh, so I be ready for those. Be ready for all of that. And I can't wait uh, for what's to come soon. So again, in May, just saying because we're a couple months off, uh, not too long, we will be ending uh, this season three, which so far, in my opinion, has been going really fun. Um, we've been having a lot of fun topics. So if are you guys and you're just, if you're new, hit that notification bell, subscribe. Um, also if you're, if that's if you're on YouTube, but if you're on YouTube, Hey, we have other platforms. If you're on Spotify, Hey, we have other platforms, whichever platform you prefer. We're on five different platforms. The link is in the description. I'll list them out for you real quick. Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. We're available on all those platforms for free. So if I were you guys, please check us out. Um, please subscribe. Follow us over on our social media. We are getting things going, trying to figure that whole social media mess out. But if you if not, again, hit that notification bell. You will get notified anytime we post. So if I were you guys, please do that. And follow us over on our other platforms if you're listening on those other platforms. Because, again, you get notified when we have a new episode. We post every weekend for three weeks. Uh, every, um, you know, every so often. So it'll be just for three weekends every month. So please check us out. Leave a comment down below. And as always, we love you.